Hello and welcome to Gamers Table. My name is Eric. My name is Sid. My name is Maddie. This is Dorothy. And this is Shannon. What are we talking about this week, Eric? Uh, this episode, uh, the resting glitch face crew is going to talk about season one. What? Why? Yes. Preface this with spoilers. If you haven't finished ta- listening to season one, we're talking about it. So, so pause. Go over to the resting glitch face, face. Feed. feed. There you, there you go. go. Do you have face feed. water in that bottle or is that <laughs> vodka? Oh, my Ew. God. Uh, Did you put stupid juice in your coffee this morning again? <laughs> I, I don't drink coffee, so it's just stupid juice. There's, <laughs> okay. nothing, there's nothing to dilute it at all. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to do a recap of the season, kind of talk about how things went, and just some feelings about it, and maybe a little thoughts about season two. This was a brainchild of Shannon and myself. Yes. And mm-hmm. we are just such wonderful friends. They were like, we should just have a game together. And then it has turned into. Yeah, this. it turned into a podcast. Yes. It, it was just, um, we thought it'd be really fun to get a group of girls to play together. It was just going to be an all-girl game. Dorothy and I were already friends with Lindsay. And we we're like, oh, she's been talking about wanting to play. And Dorothy's like, I know some people who might be interested. Finger guns. At me. So yeah, and we did talk about this with the last uh, last time uh, Resting Glitchface took over Gamers Table. Yeah. Uh, so with all of that kind of set up, we do want to just focus on season one mm-hmm. overall. What are your thoughts on how season one went? Damn, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Now, Sid, you started with you played Jet, mm-hmm. and Jet started. Later in in the season. Oh yeah! Surprise! Jet is a permanent cast member. Hey, what's up, guys? There's your scoop, right? There should be um, some character artwork coming soon of her. It um, looks dope as hell. Yep, and I think with season two, we're planning on announcing Jet being permanent. Yes, we Sweet should dance. also probably announce the other elephant in the room that. Lindsay will not right. be... Lin- yeah, life got uh, in the way, and it's just one of those things. Yeah, she has a class when we record, and so... She's welcome to come back, and right. she might be able to, but... We went from having a full table to back to the same number of, of people, but that's that's fine. We'll <laughs> always keep that that chair open. Cammie will not be back for season two, or if she does come back, it'll be later, it, or maybe as a cameo or cameo. Hey! <laughs> Uh, so anyway, yes, yeah, Sid, you uh, you came in and in, in, in near the end, but you mm-hmm. had listened to the season the season before that. Yes, um, how was that for you? You know, coming in kind of uh, kind of cold, actually. You know, you had your you know we developed the character you know and things like that ahead of time, and we and what's what you may not know about how we did this. Your character was sprinkled into the episodes, but we actually sat down and did all of that in one one or two sittings. Two two sittings. Two sittings. Yeah. Yeah. So the first one was me meeting up with Liliana, and the second one was me meeting up with Mr. Falstaff. That creepy Um, hoe. Which (laughs) actually I think was really, really fun and kind of cool how that worked out. Uh, Because we had already played some before you had gotten my actual directive. Yes. And it ended up working out pretty good. Because you had already done that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, No, I mean... It's one of those things where whenever I have to pop into a game kind of later in the game, I try to make sure that my character is someone who's just going to be down for anything and just kind of ready to roll with the punches. So having Jet, who's very money motivated, be here on a job makes a lot of sense. And it makes it easy for me to just say, like, yeah, I'm doing whatever you guys are doing. Right. And and we also put in there the little wrinkle 
that Jet already knows Eris. Yes, mm-hmm. which is and I don't know. If the, I don't know if that fun. actually comes out in se- end of season one or not. Uh, it does. It yeah. does. We we talk about it very briefly, just like, hey, I used to know you. Mm-hmm. As well, we leave the containment zone, we talk about it. I don't. Did you guys come up with that together? Or how um, did that I think. No, you were joking about how you were also, you were like, oh, Eris also did ballet. And we're like, what if we did ballet together? Yeah. So part of it was me knowing that why people like this show is because all of the characters have personal connections to one another. It's not just a group of Shadowrunners who are getting together for the job. And so when we brought Sid in, I'm like, I think she needs to we need to carry that same thing she needs to be connected either to Eris or to the other three girls like right. she mm-hmm. needs to be tied in somehow and i had approached sid about it i think i had texted you and mm-hmm. asked you yeah. like hey what can we do and like you were telling me your backstory i'm like oh maybe we did this together or maybe we knew each other whenever you were in st louis before mm-hmm. yeah then we came up with the whole thing that they did ballet together, which will come about in season two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that not only that, they were friends. Yes. Which I, at first I was like, ah, you know, we're going to be adversaries. Kids, you know, Jet's kind of a poor kid and she's coming into this world and she's got a chip on her shoulder. And then you were like, no. Eris no, I'm going to shit in this shit. We are friends and I love you. Eris <laughs> needs a friend. And I was like, yeah, you know what? You're right. You're so fucking right. <laughs> What are you saying? Eris has a friend. Oh, Eris oh. has a girlfriend. Oh, Eris yeah. <laughs> has a friend. A single friend. One single friend who m- might be an enemy. Yeah, she's not on. At the end of the season, she's not on very good terms of her with with her with her one single friend. And you're speaking of Ariana. Ariana. Yes. yes. She uh, called her dirty trash or something. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah. When you yeah, when you swim in the garbage, you end up smelling like garbage. Something. Oh, like yeah. It was, it was something yeah. pretty dramatic. Yeah. I think it was the title of that episode. Yeah, I think it was too. Uh, I think it was uh, damaged goods. Yes. Yeah. That she was called it. her damaged yeah. goods. And that's uh, that's funny. Is that. Uh, I, I, Maddie, you mentioned it a lot, is why do all my friends or why do all the people that I have to deal with, why are all my NPCs garbage or why are they all oh, trash no. why are all my Why are all the parent figures that I have in my life garbage? <laughs> all of them suck. <laughs> and, I love them. And, and that's the thing is when it comes to – I think everybody's NPCs have this like level of – are they good or are they not? What are you talking about? Shift is shift is cool as hell. Shift is the funny thing I love about Shift was the very first time we ever interacted as Jet and Shift. It was her saying to you, "Don't embarrass me," and then turns around her being and, an embarrassment, her being an obnoxious <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I still don't know because we never like thoroughly had the conversation. But did the patrons? Like they voted on Boggs at yes. one point, right? Yes. What was the result of the, result, the vote? R- the result. Yeah. Do we get a no now that he's dead? A- yeah. Absolutely. Wait, is he actually dead? He's for sure nobody, dead. Nobody knows if he's oh dead. Oh my god! I can tell you the answer to. Tell me. I can tell you the answer. No, he is not bad. 
<laughs> he is just, um, he's in over his head. Aww. Yeah. See, That's obvious. Y'all thought, y'all thought Boggs was going to turn out to be the guy that was our undoing. Well, but I, I had a soft spot for Boggs, him. Boggs, Boggs is dead. was not great. No, no it so, wasn't great. Yeah. And that's the thing. At the end there, of course, uh, something was going on with Boggs. Yeah. Because where we left, where we left with uh, the last time that... Uh, um, My name is the Bo- binary. <laughs> I was, I was, I, there's so many different characters. Sorry. <laughs> the last time binary saw That's what him. you get yes. for having a baby. Can't remember your name anymore. That's right. Um, Get out of here, Geppetto, or whatever your name is. Geppetto. <laughs> Let me go play with my puppets. <laughs> the uh, the last time binary saw him was he was being operated on. Yeah, and then gone. Because I fucking put tape on his eye. <laughs> and nobody knew he was abducted. No. Because I woke up after being well, fucking wailed on. Well, you knew, but we didn't ever get to no, I talk never got to you to again. You about it. And yes. the same with Cammy. Yes. So the two characters who are gone, we never knew what yeah. happened with Bugs. Yeah. We right. never knew anything went wrong with his Because time-wise, that episode was all fucked up because the shit mm-hmm. that happened with Bugs happened after everything yeah. that happened in the... Oh, God. Yeah, because yeah. we, we had to cut... I'd be remembering now. Yeah. <laughs> And that's something that I hopefully the the listeners it was seamless for them. Yeah. It problem who knows, uh, but I, I in my in my head canon it is. Um, whenever it, I listen to it, because like you know I have mush brain. Whenever I listen to it, I couldn't tell. I didn't remember what happened and where right. the weird the timey wimey wibbly wobbly was. Right, and that was because because of scheduling and people's availability, we had to play that out of sequence. And it was really tough to try and keep that I had to go straight. Have a baby, y'all. Sorry. Well, no, no, it's not. A, I'm not. Bl- <laughs> How dare you? No, no, no. Was, you know, that was just a joke. You know, it's How just, dare you? Yeah, that's right. He do be cute though. Yeah, he is really cute. <laughs> so, but yeah, we. So we. But it, I don't remember. It was because we did the containment zone stuff, and then we had to back up like a day and do the the run binary, binary stuff. Yeah, it was just it was all over the place. Well, because. She left in the same episode yeah, that, that was... we went into the containment zone for that yeah. run. Right. Yeah. So I remember because I was listening to the Raws of that, and that was before I was on the show, but I had access to the Raws, and I was yes, like, queen. yeah, it was fine. I was like listening to it, and I was like, wait a minute. I thought I thought that this is the episode where Dorothy leaves, isn't it? But I know that Austin was there for that. And they haven't talked this whole time. I cannot believe that they would be quiet for that long. And then I kept listening. And I was like, no, 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 they're there. Oh, wild. And that's funny. Uh, when Binary leaves, that has been one of... Nobody's going to know who you're talking about. I don't no. think she was called Binary a single time the entire... <laughs> when Val left... Um, there was a pretty uh, big response from the listeners about yeah. that. They were like, what the fuck just happened? On Twitter, we all kind of group control the Twitter, but I had decided to take it upon myself to send every single person who replied to us, like, saying they were sad with a cute animal gif. <laughs> <laughs> Here, to ease your pain. That's literally right. what yeah. I said. <laughs> Here, I, this should help. Here, to ease your pain. For... Th- to further explain, there have been mentions of it, and I get—I mean, this is the season recap, so I can explain. Um, I was pregnant throughout the majority of us recording RGF. I now have a beautiful baby boy, and it had just gotten to the point in my pregnancy that 
sitting here for a couple hours was just a lot. And I know to some that may not seem like a lot, but my boy is not, it was nine pounds, 13 ounces when he was born. So <laughs> he, he was a big one. Um, <laughs> but that was just organically the easiest way that I could think of. And, you know, I was doing that true game in life and I kept giving Eric little written pieces of paper with notes on them. And, you know, I am very happy with how it turned out. I was sad to have to leave. She's very happy she made me cry. <laughs> no, I was not expecting that whatsoever. <laughs> well, that's whatsoever. just turnabout because she's made you cry before. Yes. So well, there you go. I made I, I made her cry about some fictional things that don't exist. And I was crying because my friend wasn't going to be gaming with me. And I thought I had a few. I thought I had a whole month still yeah. with her. Yeah. It just, I mean, it is what it is. It was really great to be able to have all of this time. And I think that a lot of my quote unquote pregnancy symptoms really highlighted in certain parts of the season because I was oh definitely you... way more defensive of Mary than I should have been rationally. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. also had a lot of back and say that. You also had a lot of moments that I because I just like binge listened to like the last 10 episodes or something. You had a lot of moments of pregnancy brain that I, I just was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Especially like in the liquid episode. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you, you like, you guys had talked about doing something and then you <laughs> forgot it. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Listen, I play an excellent face. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, by the way, um, Liquid's my mom. <laughs> Here we go again. Oh my God. Liquid oh no. seems competent. I need somebody competent yeah. as a parent figure the, in uh, my, my life. My favorite part of the Liquid episode was where Liquid was like, I'm not entirely certain if uh, if this is all an act or not. <laughs> and I was just completely like, no, this is me. This is real, man. Like, we're fucking doing this. <laughs> oh. And but, then Shannon got so mad oh, at me. Yeah. I did listening. I got mad listening to it. Didn't I text you? Yes. She, yeah. As she was listening to the raw of that episode, she's texting me like, what the fuck were you doing? I didn't listen to the raw. I didn't listen to that one. So that was actually why I had to binge listen. Oh, yeah. I stopped on Liquid because I couldn't handle it. <laughs> and I didn't listen for like a month or so. I guess it would have been longer than that if it was like as many episodes as I think. But I didn't listen for a really long time. And then I finally you listened to, to it. You had to mentally prepare to listen to that I one. really uh, did. The, the recap of that episode when Shannon came back to record was oh, horrendous. It took me over a half hour to try and explain to her everything that happened because kept she kept mad. cutting me off, getting mad at me about it. I was like, listen, and I that tried my best. before I even knew about the, the technomancer disabling the, the cyber eye <laughs> by taping a piece of paper on over it. <laughs> that here. was pregnancy okay. brain at its that fucking finest. <laughs> whole episode was the most in character we've ever been. <laughs> that was the most in the zone Maddie and Holy I were shit. collectively. That, that, that shit was primo. Oh, so <laughs> It was excellent. It, I mean, off the really... cuff when she was like, oh, I'm his sister. I was like, why didn't she say fucking girlfriend or something? That would have been more believable. <laughs> yeah, no, I like how this this really gigantic jacked yeah. off is like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm his uh, girlfriend. <laughs> I'm Boggs' sister. No, we don't look anything alike. Don't mention it. <laughs> Golly. Yeah, that... I do like that that episode just submitted what I always believe of every single RPG character that I ever play is that I'm the leader 
But I think in this case, it might actually be true. (laughs) (laughs) Shannon says something suave. (laughs) Let me roll for it. (laughs) But I also keep us on track. Oh, God. We were so on track that episode. We got shit done. <laughs> it was the fact that Kmore lived next to the sewage plant. And That's we decided, why he was stinky. <laughs> we decided, oh, we'll just go up a couple blocks and meet her there. Oh <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. She's never been here before. <laughs> She's never drove down the block before <laughs> after <laughs> having dated Kmore for like three weeks. After or having gone like, God, why is this man so unbelievably stinky? <laughs> What's up with that? Oh, and then what? Was it that same episode or the episode after where he called in a prostitute and we walked in on him? Uh, that was after. That was after because I was there for that. Yeah, no, uh, Eris, Bianco was there yeah. for the prostitute. Well, and we had to be slipped, like... He slipped in the shower and dislocated his knee. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we don't want anything. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, you gave, you gave oh, like a, way too much money. <laughs> and she was like, I can hang around. Golly. How are we supposed to know know. how much a hooker costs? You should have Candy be your mom. Mama Candy. There you go. Oh my God. Write that down, Eric. And Uh she's got plenty of kids, so you could have like actual siblings, and you know that she can take care of you. And I could suplex all of them. Oh my God. There you go. (laughs) At least at first until they grow up, right? Um, Joe will always be able to suplex (laughs) anything. Remember that time whenever uh, Candy invited a stranger? <laughs> oh, that, yeah. When yeah, that's when uh, Clyde uh, Clyde was was there. We did a whole intro of Clyde in you guys' house. Yeah, for the first time, and you guys weren't. Uh, Cammy was there because that was the episode where she was super sick. Right after oh, she had, she had yeah. killed Romeo, mm-hmm. and went on a bender. Golly, and, fucking and, Shannon wasn't there yet, and there was something. the someone wasn't there yet. I wasn't there when it was recorded. I don't remember if that was an episode I missed or if it, I just hadn't shown up yet. Yeah, yeah. I think we had started early, and, but and anyway. Austin was doing. We were just doing the same the same thing that we did with mm-hmm. Sid was we did with Austin where we injected his uh, intro stuff. Uh, episodes ahead of time to his actual first episode and then uh, but yeah that was a whole inside of uh, inside you guys house. and the best yeah. part was Shannon's reaction to that was yeah. like wait a minute what <laughs> yeah. worst shadow runners ever yeah what was what was his um, runner name Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kept trying to... Th- he, was, he was as bad about using it as we are. That's true. <laughs> I like Clyde. It was yeah. good. Yeah. I think I'm the only one. You're the only one who knows my name. Yep. Yep, that's true. Oh, we're playing that game again? That okay. won't last. <laughs> oh, no, it super won't last. Uh, Maddie, like, Maddie knows Jet's name. Oh, of course. But um, <laughs> well, it, it's been said before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that was one of the other things I was trying to do with Jet is I was trying to make her a foil for every single person in this room. And then I said, fuck you. You're having this friendship on this plate. Right, right, right. Exactly. That's in a way that's still a foil. Yes. But, you know. That's true. She's trying to break us up. Sort of. (laughs) I am. I am. I like to cause problems. But, um, so that's why I've been having a lot of fun trying to make her put uh, the emphasis on being professional and just being like, oh, you guys. So. I hope you're enjoying it as much as I am. I can't wait until... You know, that's how I came into this as well. It's just a matter yeah. of time. I've kept it up for three episodes. I think three, I kept it up for at least three episodes. So we'll see how it goes. But I mean, we've got a little bit of a, a time hop. So who knows? Yeah. Are right. we doing a time hop? 
Are we uh, doing a yes, yes, I think we will do at least a little bit. Of, we have to just to kind of let the dust settle a little bit. And, you know, the, I mean, everything. And that's the thing that you guys kept saying about the whole season was. There was no decompressed There's time. no decompressed time. There's no. The, we, we haven't had a chance to take a breath. I mean, you even said it, Shannon. We never had a chance to talk about stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And that's and that, that was actually something that I, I wanted to do was keep turning up, turning the dial up until we got to this moment where it was like everything blew up yeah. and you know now what are the repercussions of what happened and what we're talking about is the final episode of course where dr greenleaf was assassinated my mom fuck right. that bitch <laughs> right <laughs> my mom <laughs> nope she's so, bad news so now the plot of the the plot arc through the first season uh it started with the st louis wow job and then kind of there was there were things in there that happened and names and stuff kept popping up and one of those names was the daughters of December mm-hmm. and then Doctor Greenleaf is a member. You guys knew this that she's a member of the daughters of December. Uh, also, the Laclede family had been sprinkled in from the beginning, which was conveniently glazed over by every, Harris, single, every time. single time. Yeah, <laughs> and you guys, my favorite part about that was that out of character, you guys as people didn't suspect it. <laughs> And you, there are multiple times. So there's one time where, like, it was after the the issue at the school at Hubbard. And the Boggs, issue when, when <laughs> Boggs was talking issue. to me, huh? When Boggs was talking to me, and he mentioned, and he said, "Does Laclean know?" And then you went, "Who's Laclean?" And then we ended for the night, and everybody forgot about it. Yeah, a week passed. <laughs> Besides I have, me, I have object permanency issues, <laughs> and, I was, and I was pregnant. Yes. <laughs> And then uh, it came up again, and I had, like, this shit-eating grin, and I don't know how you didn't know from that. <laughs> and you still didn't know until, like, I right. pointed and, it and out. And Boggs even pointed out uh, – there, there was that one – one another one of my favorite moments was where – um, as the game master, I'm using Boggs to download all kinds of stuff onto you guys about how shit's going on and think how bad things are. And maybe Eris isn't being truthful with you <laughs> and things like that. And through the whole thing, Joe is like, fuck you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Standing up for a girl. And I was and like, texting, live, and telling tweeting. me all about it. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. Can you believe what this bitch is saying about you? But that did lean to, uh, Eris and Joe's relationship moving forward. And we had the big, our big talk, a big conversation, which happened off screen, but it was a big conversation where like Ayers pretty much came clean and told Joe. Right. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure how, how clear that actually came across in the, in the actual episodes that you guys did set aside some time to have that talk. Mm. Uh, I know it's mentioned a couple of times, but I'm not sure exactly how. Yeah. I know I mentioned like, cause we had said like, we have an all night conversation. Right. But we, again, it was kind of a scheduling thing, so we couldn't do it in person. Also, it'd be really hard to do because, like, yeah. what's emotional vulner- vulnerability? Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Who is she? I don't know her. <laughs> so, going back to Mary. <laughs> her. What? Ugh. Who? Uh, one of the major plot points in, in the, the first season, of course, was Mary, uh, which Love is both girl. loved and reviled by the listeners. <laughs> um, I think it's one of those things where it's like everybody knows that she's bad news, but everyone has the exact same 
um, opinion of Mary as we at the table do. do. It's just we have conflicting opinions of Mary at the table (laughs) and the audience has to have conflicting uh, opinions of Mary within themselves. My favorite Mary moment was when Joe was talking to her and was mad and she said, and Mary said, are you mad at me? And you're like, no, I'm not mad. You know, just you're, you're, you're not normal or whatever you're saying. You're just, you're just not right or something. And she goes, well, I'll try harder to be normal. <laughs> and, 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 and there, there were a few listeners that were just like dagger to the heart. What? You know, it's like that. that, how, that do you, <laughs> how do you not love her now though? <laughs> I hate her. In fact, there were so many elements of Mary that were like, Contradicting because one moment you're completely infatuated and just wanting to make sure that this poor little child is perfectly nope. fine. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's the mom brain talking. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's because you were pregnant. It really was. Because... No, it wasn't. You cried over your baby owlbears. <sighs> or wait, is that what they were? Yeah, they yes, were baby owlbears. owlbears. Yeah. For context, Shannon killed a mama owlbear and two baby owlbears came out from behind the corner of a cave. I believe I described it as just like the scene in Lion King (laughs) where Simba finds Mufasa dead. Anyways, (laughs) there were so many moments that I had with Mary as a character that I didn't know how to feel at some points. Like There were things that she would do that I was like, okay, I mean... I guess a weird-ass nine-year-old would say shit like this, but also, why are you still nine? Right. And why are you doing sketchy-ass Technomancer shit that I don't even know about? Right. And the whole scene that happened when... <laughs> to be fair, Dorothy, I love you. What? You didn't I don't know how to Technomancer. <laughs> you don't know how to Technomancer. <laughs> Listen... I thought that the tape and the paper over the eye was a brilliant idea. <laughs> I mean, so does what? my dad. So like, <laughs> like, half of the nation puts fucking a piece of paper and tape over their camera lens on their computer. Right. But you know who what? doesn't? The people who know <laughs> how to know disable that it. Doesn't it. Do anything. Well, no, the people who know how to disable yes. it, which you as a technomancer would. Listen, I hacked into the entire, um, what was it? The Lone Star. No, yeah, Lone Star. I fucking hacked into Lone Star. You hacked into the city of St. Louis also. (laughs) Yeah. That's also something that I want to talk about. I think it's okay to talk about this sort of thing now. Sure. You shouldn't have been able to do that. (laughs) But I did. (laughs) Right. So, like, that was Eric throwing down something. I still don't know quite what yet. We haven't completely dug into that. uh, No, but I'm really curious. Plot line yet. I I believe after you did that, I texted Eric that night and I said, motherfucker, the first time I'm not playing a technomancer. Yeah. A a decker. Right. I was so upset because I'm like, I don't ever get to do anything cool because I'm always just like slogging through ice and here she is getting to do everything. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I definitely appreciated those shining moments. Um, yeah. Well, and it's cool also, there's a lot of backstory that's going on yeah. that I know from playing in the Ericverse, and it's like, ah, oh, I wish I were playing a different character. Well, that's. I think that's part of the charm of it, though, is that Nobody play, knows what they're nobody, doing. Nobody knows what's going on, and nobody cares. Yeah. yeah. Val doesn't care. That she's able to do these world, you know, world bending hacks yeah. with just like a, a bat of her eye. That, to her, that's normal. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, you know, when you have somebody who's, it, it, things are coming easy 
Because I, why would of, you question it? I right. think I think the most honest way that I can describe Val, like as her character, how I built her and how I envision her, is that she is just as naive and just as unknowing about her abilities as I am coming into playing a new character. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if there's something that she does that defies, you know, logic and defies a potential rule that could happen within that character standing, it's not so much that she's pushing her own boundaries, it's that she's like, oh, okay, I guess I can do this now. Right. And it it also tampered a lot of the what the fuck Mary moments. Yes. Because Val could do all these amazing things that she shouldn't have been able to do. Yes. And Mary could do even more. Yes. And so somebody coming from the outside, now obviously Joe wouldn't think anything of it because that's just, you, know, you, you even said it a couple times, well, that's just what she does. Yeah, she just does this. Yeah, so what's the big deal? Eris coming in was like, this is a little weird, but not, you know, I'm, there wasn't a whole lot of uh, of Decker or tech, especially Technomancer interaction in Eris's background, Mm-mm. you know, so you didn't have somebody stepping in going, this is not right. She shouldn't be able to do this. I don't think, and, and then uh, especially when it comes to Mary, mm-hmm. I mean, you you guys knew there was something wrong with Mary, but it wasn't until Skitch came along did you really have <laughs> the absolute dirt on it. I take offense to that. Why? Eris knew from the moment she crawled out of that fucking egg yeah. Yeah. Well, that there was something wrong yeah, with but, Mary. Of course. Uh, yeah, but she, Mary also isn't exactly the same thing that came out of the egg right. that she saw before. You've got you guys. Well, Eris has encountered three eggs, mm-hmm. and two of those three had abomination monsters that are kill machines come out of three. Them. Three out of three. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is a sweet little girl. <laughs> I, I think, and I I think I tried to suppress it a little bit, but the episode where we have the deep resonance together, mm-hmm. and there were it's like all the different flashing screens and stuff, like my visualization of what was happening. And just the ominous feeling recording that because I I was already a little anxious about that to begin with. But then just how that whole vibe turned out in the final episode was very off-putting. Mm. And that was when I started to really kind of revere Mary as, okay, maybe she's not just... A little girl. I mean, yeah, she came out of the creepy egg. And oh, my God. I, oh, my God. Oh, my God. But I, I actually <laughs> love how much Dorothy flip-flops on Mary because it was like multiple times an episode. Not a recording session, an episode. Here's my question to you guys is how much uh, – now, obviously, the the Mary haters aside. So I, I we don't have uh, Lindsay here, too, who was definitely pro-Mary. Um, but how much of your – tolerance of mary or at least appreciation of mary was how much of it was helped by the fact that shannon played mary the first time very oh my god yeah big time for dorothy yeah huge impact because that for me was an additional connection because i was able to then pull that in organically when we first met her right because that was when her and i had that first you know connection like Mm -hmm. and after i woke up in that episode or the next episode i think it was like all of it had come flooding back so there was not only trauma of remembering more about the orphanage but then there was also 
like, okay, well, you look like this little girl that I knew as a child myself, but mm. why haven't you changed? What, like, what's what's the catch here? Right. And again, it wasn't till you know later on that Val really started to recognize, like, okay. There are certain things that she does that aren't quite so nice, and I don't. It freaks me out a little bit because <laughs> I mean the the episode where I taped Bog's eye. You know why? Why did he just suddenly collapse? Did she do that because she made the what are they? Um, the dogs. What were they called? Oh, the yeah, biodrome. The, the biodrome. Yeah, she fucked those things up. Had no idea how she was doing that either. Right. So there were just so many different things that she would do that were off-putting enough to make you think for a minute, but then she would go back to being a sweet nine-year-old two seconds later, and you were like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> One of my biggest goals whenever we did the flashback episode and I played Mary was to make you guys love her. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that only works if the care. So I did you love... You did love no, her. No, I did, but I had to think... Does Joe remember any of this? And she doesn't. Joe didn't even know that she was experimented on. That's true. Right. So, Joe, no no sympathy or love for Mary. But the None. thing I love about that, though, is it was a – and it was, it was a very organic or just like spur of the moment like decision was Mary was – is attributed to – Joe's love of anime. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that was her in. That was a hundred percent spur of, spur of the moment because um all like uh, the only Canadian cartoon I could think of was Sailor Moon because I remember as Shannon watching Sailor Moon as a kid and they said sorry and I didn't know why until like I found out I, I don't know. I was I, this I, it's I because was, it was dubbed. I was in today's Canada. years old when I figured out. No, I was like high high school. I, I, I know. When I finally got the internet, I Googled it. <laughs> so going back to – so the initial meeting of Mary and, and doing the flashback, that was actually – we never planned that, at least not in the beginning. No. We, we didn't say we were going to – let's do a, a it, flashback episode. It, was it just, wasn't until – Excuse me. I had plans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so – uh, yes, specifically, no, that wasn't a, a, a flashback or that specific flashback wasn't something. But uh, from the get go with Resting Glitch Face, I wanted to have things like flashback episodes mm -hmm. and like um, side episodes, which we never ended up really doing any side episodes. But one of the ideas I had was if someone misses, which it, this actually I took from World Walkers, which is another podcast that mm -hmm. I'm on now, but it, this was before I was on it. Um, if someone misses a game, Pedro will run them through a side adventure to get them caught up with a group. Mm. And I love that idea. And I wanted to do it for Rest and Glitch Face as well. I feel like we had episodes that kind of happened like that unintentionally. Yeah. But then we were just so shit at getting each other caught up that it was like, all of those things, even the side stuff, kept piling up and piling up and piling up to, you know, the end of, okay, there's so much shit going on. How are we going to sludge through this? Yeah, and w luckily we do, we do have a group that's, like, really good about sitting at the table and mm -hmm. letting the other people have their time. So, like, my character especially breaks off and does her own thing mm -hmm. a lot. And so... Like, I'll either sit here while you three at the time were playing, or you guys would all sit there while I was playing. And, and yeah. like, we I, we did kind of get to do that without actually doing the side episodes, which was yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Anyway, flashback episode. Yeah, so we did. The, I wanted to do it from the get go. Right, and then you know, like, uh, and we did do not necessarily side episodes, but like the whole the liquid episode yeah. would have been you know kind of a side thing. I did and, love it. Was I phenomenal. have another flashback episode for season two ready, just in oh. case you are wondering. Oh. Awesome, but we actually did two uh, flashback episodes. Yes. Uh, and yeah. that one was, we did it to establish why, uh, Eris freaked out when she first saw the egg. Right. Which most of my freak out ended up getting, <laughs> getting <laughs> cut anyway. So we didn't really need it, but, um, I'm still glad we did that and got to establish some things about my character. Right. And it also, uh, just the style change, the regular players playing the game is, is one thing, but then. Having you and Brandon play, mm -hmm. and the way Brandon plays is is th there. There's a complete like style difference between right. the way that the, the this group plays and then the way he he plays his, especially Apex, because Apex is such a big personality character, mm -hmm. you know. And having and that's one of the reasons why we were like, we, could we have him at the end? Because I mean, he's obviously had something to do with what was going on. Do we have Brandon sit in at the very end of the season? And it was like, ooh, I don't know, because that, that would tip it away. If he's sitting there, you know Apex is going to be up to something, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So that was that was one of the things about that. But I liked having that flashback because, number one, it showed a different side to the story. We used regular Shadowrun rules as opposed to the yeah, Anarchy th rules. That was something when we – I told Eric I wanted to do a flashback episode, and this is what I want. I want to – I basically said I want to play – Shadowrun 5th edition. I want it to feel like real Shadowrun. No offense, guys. <laughs> Ow, yeah. <laughs> I want it to feel like real Shadowrun, and it should end with me losing an arm. Right. And that's that's exactly how it ended. I wanted to tie kind of what was going on with the group with that. And in the same way that the flashback episode with you guys as kids, it kind of moved everything forward. Yeah. And it gave everything gave everything context. So I really I, I was never really a fan of like flashback episodes, because especially in a game in role playing games where you have uh, any kind of like character or level advancement, it's hard to go, OK, we're going to go back. It's really easy in this game, though, because like what are rules? What are rules? Right. <laughs> right. Stats? We, were, we were playing Shadowrun. <laughs> what? I thought we were just talking into mics and saying what we wanted to do. <laughs> I mean, that's what I did. <laughs> right. And and that's the and that's the thing is moving forward into season 2, we are going to keep the same feel. Yeah. We're going to do more of the, you know, still do more of the talk into the mic and say what I want to do style of play as to as opposed to okay, well your target number is this to try yeah. and do this and try and do that because I think that's really the the soul of this of this show and it it feels more natural to yeah. do it that way like i rather than me being concerned that i know the rules or that i know the ins and outs of yeah maddie yeah why maddie. do we need to know the rules maddie <laughs> i will destroy both of you <laughs> please but read the fucking rules i i personally felt more comfortable and more confident with this character because i being honest, I had never played Shadowrun before. Right. So almost did like twice. Yeah, I got close. <laughs> <laughs> Main characters. Yeah. One of them was gonna be a porn star. Tune in until next time. <laughs> um but it it felt more natural. It felt more it was a lot easier for me to just get into character mm -hmm. than worry about, oh, am I gonna screw something up now? <laughs> right. See, 
Joe is counterintuitive to how I typically play games because I read the rules thoroughly and completely, and I had to forget all of the rules whenever playing Joe. <laughs> to, to be fair, whenever I started running this game that we call Rest and Glitch Face, I didn't know any of the rules. Yeah, I fucking know. I remember that in our intro session, in our session zero. You were like, Shannon oh, let up. me look up these rules. And I was like, oh, no, it's actually this. I read the book. Yeah. <laughs> I should have known. From day one. <laughs> I should have known. Y'all should just do what I do, which is Jet can do two things, and that's it. But by God, I know how to do those two things. <laughs> and I don't know anything else. <laughs> I don't know dick about cyber combat, so good fucking luck there, buddy. Yep. Well, <laughs> that's that, the that one, one thing. <laughs> what was, was that on our group chat, or was that uh, a... Was it no, on that was Twitter? Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. That's literally your one fucking job. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Eric comes in. You better have your cyber combat ready. No, no. What? Shannon called you out. Oh, yeah. Shannon. I was like, well, I don't know how to do that. Uh, okay. And then you died. I did not die. I got close, but I did not die. Technically, you did die. You did die. Your character died. was dead. But we have rules so that your character doesn't die. Nah, she's fine. Just a couple scrapes and bruises. <laughs> it's fine. Well, so now that season one is done, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts? What? How, how do you think that? Uh, how do you feel about the progression of the story? How do you feel about the progression of your character? You know, how do you feel about Jet being up on now a part of the ongoing story? That kind of stuff. Well, as you know, Eric, I have a lot of opinions and ideas. <laughs> Typical Shannon. I have a lot of thoughts as well. Yeah, I'll let someone else take the conch. Everyone's looking at me. That's because he asked you a question. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I mean, yeah, I'm really excited. It's been a little bit of a not a learning curve quite, but obviously, I'm just not as in my character as you guys are because I played her three times, and that's it. But, I mean, that also means that when we switch to sixth, it's going to be kind of an equalizer a little bit because I also, we're we're kind of going to be on the same level except for Maddie, who's going to know all the rules. I'm not looking up any cyber As one combat. Does. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> neither am I, but why would I? Throwing me under but, the bus. Um, <laughs> I, I am. I mean, thank you guys comment. for being very welcoming, first of all. Um, no, get out. Just kidding. Oh, my God. Get wrecked. But I think that's one of the benefits of having a reactive character is that I just wait for you to do things and then I do things back at you, which has worked pretty well so far, I guess. I just, how much more trouble can I cause? That's what I want to know. I, just I, want- I like how Jed is always like calling it how she sees it and how it's like, like snark dialed up to 11, you yeah. know, <laughs> it's like. What are we doing here? Why Why are we doing this? What are they up to now? Especially when you and Austin were just like sitting back in the background and they were doing their thing or having their arguments and you guys were like, what in the hell is going on? Well, and then, Excuse me. We asked for a sidebar at least. We did. I know. You did. <laughs> we made them step away. And I mean, that's also partially because of some of the other characters I was playing at the moment who were, you know, perfect angels. And I was like, I want to play someone mean. And then I failed because I can't play mean characters. It's wow. Really welcome to the fucking club. Joe was supposed to be so mean. I, I like that. Jill's the, uh, Joe's the only. I don't know. Jill just came out because my <laughs> mouth doesn't work anymore. Joe's, I think, one of the only characters that has killed more than one person. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think weren't two of them unintentional. <laughs> yeah, I think they were pretty. All three of them were unintentional. That's not Didn't- no. She in- she entirely intended to kill the cobras. <laughs> oh, okay. I think Jenna was the only. Jenna's the only accidental <laughs> casualty. Well, unless you count in the backstory. Mm, right. Oh, the uh, the, the boxer. Nurse. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The boxer. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't count the nurse from uh It wasn't your fault. It was that wasn't my fault. I did not I did not harm that woman. <laughs> Super did not. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just having I'm just having a good time sitting in the mud and just throwing <laughs> things at you guys and just being kind of mean. It's 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 an escape. What I'm looking forward to is digging more into Jet's story and uh yes. there there's gotta be at least I one five pages of backstory. No, 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 just at least at least one garbage NPC that means something to Jet that can show up and you like, oh no, like everybody right, right, else right. has. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll create. I'll Wait, create it. No, actually, no. I have one. I have. Jet has so many X's. You just got to pick one. That yeah. is true. Jet's got so many shitty. Actually, X's. that Oodles that that's a, that is a very good point. I. I could bring in uh, more prominently an NPC that would affect multiple player characters. <laughs> but no, like... Uh, oh, I know who this is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you're being coy about it. I mean... Oh, no. I'm not being coy, but I'm just thinking. It, uh, yeah. With with no Cami, where does how that would, leave? How would she organically come in? How would Liliana how come How wouldn't in? she organically come in? Well, that was my other favorite part, though, is that Jet and Liliana are genuinely friends. Like, they just like each other right and i think that's very fun i think that's very spicy you know well it gives a different perspective on liliana because just from the perspective of what the way that she interacted with everybody else i hate that bitch she interacted completely (laughs) differently with everybody else than she did with with jet yeah i do like that liliana obviously has layers because otherwise why would Joe have dated her? Why would Jet have dated her and also been friends with her? Like, continue to be friends with her. Like, uh, Shannon, girl pretty. Girl pretty. Uh, I mean, <laughs> girl pretty. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> Golly. For as long as she did. How's that? Is that um, better? No, no, no. So I do think that, like, in, in my at least mental interpretation of Liliana, she can be very sweet and very kind and loving occasionally. And Joe lived for those moments. Uh, what you're saying is it was an emotionally abusive relationship. <laughs> let's, let's, let's peel back that, that layer. And well, I mean, I, I think we've established that there's not a single person in Joe's life that is good. Kmore's good, but is Kmore good? Uh, oof. Yeah, Kmore's a good one because. I was going to say Bianca, and then I was like, no. 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 <laughs> Absolutely okay. not. But. No, she's bad. She sucks. She's terrible. But She's see, selfish. I love thing. her. Joe also sucks. That's what is beautiful about so, this. Sounds like Joe has a type. <laughs> Joe really does Very have a type. Look, Not you... only does Joe have it, Liliana has a type. Mm-hmm. Jed has a type. It seems like Bianca might have a type. I, I don't know. I don't have a type. I feel like. You just got the one. I, I just like... got the one that isn't even interested in me. Everybody's shipped us together, but there hasn't been one. <laughs> Ounce of a That's moment. The one time Excuse he was, me. The, the, you ship you. The, no, no, I did not. The fifteen minutes that we were. She doesn't remember. No, I do remember. It was the fifteen minutes where Angel came out, and that's what shipped them together. And I wasn't even meaning for that to really become a thing. I just thought that that was going to be that, the best. That interaction way. was good just, because he was like, 
what is wrong with you? I think that has been what, just to put this out there, I think that was one of my biggest regrets throughout recording this season is not transitioning enough. Mm. I think that that's something that I'm going to have to ramp up in the next season. Well, especially as things get more and more stressful. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I really want to go back and find the receipts of whatever you stated a romantic interest in Boggs because they definitely exist. (laughs) I mean, Maybe. Oh my god! I, I, like it was, all, it was all out of character stuff. Yeah. I agree with Val doesn't ship her in Boggs, yes. but Dorothy, Dorothy ships yes. Val in Boggs. <laughs> I was always concerned for his well being. One thing that I really want to dig into next season, I want to have at least five minutes where Joe can talk about how mad she is at Cammy for leaving again. Mm. <laughs> yes, and how upset. And hurt and betrayed she feels. I really like to do a bonus episode where we figure out that Cammy's gone. Because she didn't even tell us. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's how it's going to play out. Is she didn't even tell yeah. us. She left. And we don't know where Val is. And we're going to have to find Val. And I think that would be a good bonus episode is finding out Cammy's gone and finding out where Val is. I had a brainchild. Oh, God. oh that, boy. That could be a way that Liliana comes back. Hey. Is that I, Liliana brings me back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe. That could be. I mean... Listen, Eric, I've got a million shitty NPCs up in here, so <laughs> let me know if you need anyone garbage. Oh, I can just... It, have uh, you not looked at You mean you haven't phone? written, like, paragraphs about them and sent them to Eric and then also been like, hey, Eric, I have this character Bible? That's, <laughs> that's what I do. I now. have two paragraphs, and that's more than I've written creatively in probably... Oh. I s- two years. I say paragraphs. I actually mean bullet points. No, no, no. I know. <laughs> Yeah, you've I'm seen, you you've seen my work. I'm a bitch who doesn't write. Yeah. You, know? you are welcome to send me as many NPCs as you want. Cool. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. So if you want if you want to spell out all of Jet's connections in St. Louis or outside of St. Louis, please do. Sure. I'll work on it. So uh, William Falstaff. Oh, fuck that guy. What's wrong with that guy? He's a nice guy. He's a creepy youth pastor. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's his tag phrase? I will never lie to you. Yeah. That's some anyone bullshit. Who says, anyone who has to say they'll never lie to you is going to lie to you, is lying to that's you. That's a red flag. Maybe it's a value to him. That's that's Man. what Jet said. Oh, it's a value to him. Yeah. Well, listen, I got a pretty I got a pretty good sense of getting serious. She's Let's getting rap about shadow running. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I got a pretty good sense motive in there, Jet. Trust him. He's also, and this is a big motivator, he's also paying her 5,000 credits per week. As She'll do a lot of shit for yeah. 5,000 credits per week. Per week. As long as long as Bianca Laclede stays alive. And she's like, Has that's even... not even that difficult for me to like care about. <laughs> no, that's not difficult for me to care about. Oh, yeah. That's way different than diff- yeah. difficult no, it's for you to. Difficult. <laughs> has Obviously. It, has it even been a week? Like, has... has I this entire we, season encompassed I think greater we than a week. established it was a week. Yeah, it's something. It's, yeah. wow. It's also yeah. something that I like looked back and it was so hilarious to me because everyone was like, oh, we don't trust Jet. And it's like, you have known Eris for like two weeks. Hey. If that. Sid, girl pretty. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying everyone's like, we don't trust you. And it's like. Except for Eris. Well, yeah, you trust me. Obviously. But that's because I already knew you from yes. the first fucking. So after after a week of oh cobra shit, that's kind of bad. Well, Joe's it's... A, Joe's wary. 
Well, and also, I think it's kind of one of those things where, like, it's like, you know, um, people who go through a traumatic experience together are closer automatically. Like, even if you've only known someone a week, if you knew someone um, for a week and that week uh, you, like, I don't know, something bad happened. A a tiny, a nine-year-old girl crawled out of an egg. And mm-hmm. called you mom. Yeah. And, and it imprinted on you like a baby <laughs> chick. Oh, well, and like you also face death together regularly. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I know. And you I were targeted say. by the KKK. <laughs> like, and I'm... then you went to fight the KKK. And right? then you, yeah, exactly. Oh, like, no, no. That builds strong bonds. I'm just saying. Does it maybe have something to do with the fact that I went out of my way to say, you know, to make Jet not trustworthy? Maybe. Are you saying that there should be consequences for my actions? <laughs> That's horseshit. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Oh God, I can't wait to be your rival friend I, next season. I, I do yeah. think it's funny because Maybe you lift partners. Because because we talked about that, and like so far, the only one in the group that like Eris trust implicitly of the group is Joe. Like, and, and it's because girl pretty, I guess. Girl right. Pretty. Yeah. Girl pretty. <laughs> um, versus uh, like you know Val and Cammy. She's kind of. Eh. trusts enough but not enough to be like oh hey my name's Bianca Laclede and this is my family and this is how you can find me regularly without going through the Shadowrun means. So one last thing I want to talk about and it was the major plot arc of the season and it continue it'll be it continues to be that and that is the containment zone and the pink crystals. Yeah. The the nature of the pink crystals came to light late as you guys were going into the containment zone for the second time uh, to go and retrieve the SimSense star that uh, uh, on the bogus job. And I think that the side adventure where we first found out about the pink crystals, it was the phone call. Did that ever actually make it to the show? The phone call. Uh, so Ares had a phone call with Thorn. No, I don't No, I don't think that, that ended up not making it. Uh, it was much more dramatic to have it come out in gameplay with with what you guys were doing and the way that Skitch kind of dropped some of those things. Mm-hmm. But that also kind of plays within a theme that's been going through this whole season is that Eris doesn't tell you guys everything. Eris doesn't tell you guys most things. And it's there's this there's this veil I, around her that she she wanted to keep her her identity secret and all of that stuff. But when it came to actual like information stuff there was always the excuse well we just didn't have time you know well we didn't have time no no if you notice to the times wherever we're complaining about information it's never me info dumping on them it's that they didn't info dump on me right every time we complain (laughs) about not having time it's because i didn't get the information (laughs) while withholding information right so little snake (laughs) Uh, the shadiest thing that eris did that i don't think like it hasn't really been touched upon at all was Mary ordered her sister from Amazon or whatever. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my God. Did we ever establish what she looked like? Did she look like Mary or did she look like a different little girl? I think she looked different. Yeah. She Cause technically now that's actually four eggs. That Eris has encountered. Well, that, but she wasn't in an egg though. No, she, no, was she, in was in she was in a stasis. She was already oh, hatched. Yeah, you yeah were, she you was were, already. Yeah. She'd already been extracted, and nobody knows how, where, or how she got extracted. And yeah, so the the and it was Rhino, Rhino Securities that had her. Yes. Oh, 
Oh, taking up some real dirt here now. <laughs> so anyway, yes. Uh, Mary ordered her sister from Amazon. <laughs> Got the black box from her neck. Eris was entrusted with that black box, and it just <laughs> and it fucking a... disappeared. <laughs> yeah. oh, no one. Oh, the infamous no black one, tampon. Yeah, the no tampon. one ever asked her about it again. She just made off with that that shit. Didn't she give it to uh, Dog Leash? She yeah, yeah to get it did. to Tail Gunner. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. I was about to say, I feel like I know what happened to it, but maybe not. <laughs> and it is really funny because Eris does have this whole trust thing, like. She implicitly trusts all of her NPCs. Like, yeah. Which is really unfortunate, honestly. Unfortunate. Yeah. Cause she has her family, her parents, and her sister. Which you, that you initially thought that your parents were going to disapprove of everything. I thought my parents were going to disown me. That was a big, that was a big thing. Like, I, I had Eris plan to go into like a tailspin and it started with Ariana calling her uh, trash or whatever. And she started acting recklessly and like, I don't give a fuck. And I expected the conversation with her dad to go badly. And I thought, cause like we had also talked about it like outside of game because when we switched to Shadowrun 6, Eris won't have plot money anymore. Cause right, right now it's just like, I can buy whatever I want. I have plot money cause I'm a rich kid. Right. And so it's like, well, how do we pull that off in Shutterrun 6? And it's like, maybe her parents disown her. <laughs> right. But then that ended up not happening. That was a side tangent. Yeah. You were talking about your trustworthiness of your uh, NPCs. NPCs. Right. And so she trusts all of them like more than the PCs at the table. Right. Possibly even, show excluded. Even when you're being told that your NPCs may not be all on the up and up. Mm-hmm. Even by your friends and everybody else that's coming across is going. But she's also been told that the group isn't on the up and up, right? Multiple times. But you know, it's it's her family. It's her her parents, her sister. It's her best friend who she grew up with, mm. and then it's her ex boyfriend, right? <laughs> and some dude that she ran with for a little bit, who she trusts because her ex boyfriend trusts, and like. Those PCs, like, she would do anything for. There's one more. Well, she doesn't trust Diamond Hal. No. I, ha- I have no one should notes. trust Diamond He's not, he's not one of her NPCs. He's he's a contact. I got you. In, in my notes from the first time that we met Diamond Hal, right next to it, it says, he's an ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you've back. never met Diamond Hal. Yeah. Well, when he was introduced to us right. as the con- connection between right. us meeting Eris. Yeah. Maddie, what, what are your hopes and uh, expectations for season two? Oh wow! Well, how much are we? How much are we divulging here? Oh, you don't have to give too much detail. Just you know what? 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 What would be a main uh, like a goal for Joe moving on? Spirit mom. Okay, because we have talked about or spirit uh, dad have skitch. No, no, no! I'm going to have a mentor spirit. Oh, nice spirit mom. Right, <laughs> and that's going to be a. There's going to be a transition in Joe in mm-hmm. season two. And, yeah. and we may or may, well, I'm sure we'll end up having to talk about it, but there's going to be, there's things about Joe that haven't been to, you know, be very punny unlocked yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and that's, and that's kind of by design. It's, it's, you know, we, throughout the, the backstory stuff and, you know, the, uh, the whole, what did they do to Joe in the orphanage? They seemed like they really were interested in Val, but they also did something to Joe. And it was never, ever found out. 
Yeah. Uh, just there was some speculation. Dr. Greenleaf was on the cusp of identifying it and helping you with it. Oh, my mom. And then she got <laughs> whacked. Whacked. Hmm. Oh, okay. You what say a coincidence. Sure. Yeah. She sure. Offered, she offered help for free. She didn't even ask for, for money. For free. Yeah. That's a great what idea. A motherly thing to do. Not at all shady or <laughs> suspicious. Now, if she would have came up to you and offered it without having any connection to Cammy's mom, would it have been better for you? Yeah, probably. Yeah, Joe so would have been. It was like, Cammy's mom that screwed everything up. Yeah, I mean, not for me, but <laughs> well, mine's, mine's the 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 weight of meta knowledge. <laughs> freaking Miss Demonil has always been a thorn in Joe's side. She didn't approve of the relationship with Liliana. She always yelled at her in the orphanage because she was always fucking up. <laughs> well, it's like it's Joe all- be like, "What do you mean? There's consequences for my actions." Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like fucked up. That's so messed up. And you know what the most messed up thing is? The thing that I want most for season two? Mm. I want Joe to see the baby giraffe. Mm. Yeah, God. That's her white whale, right? <laughs> Give me the baby giraffe. <laughs> Joe's been dreaming about it for years. Oh, that's that's the, our second bonus episode. That's right. The The return to the zoo, that was fun. Because it was like... Where do we, where I was looking at before we did that episode, I was like, okay, I need, the job is going to go into the containment zone, but why do we always have to have, like, why do you have to always meet a Johnson in some scummy back room of a tavern or some restaurant or stuff like that? Where else could you have a meeting with a Johnson? And, um, and then as I'm thinking about that, and I'm like writing in my notebook a, uh, like a, a news thing about the zoo popped up, and I was like, the zoo. Well, yeah. I also really like that because another thing we wanted to do with the show from the get-go is we wanted to highlight some of the things in St. Louis yeah. because right. we're all from the area. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like uh, uh, Jet went to uh, Symphony Hall and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. We've, and we've injected a few real things and we've injected a few not so real things or maybe changed the names of a few things you know yeah oh and jet lives near a st louis landmark yeah she does hey we don't know where jet lives we don't know where jet lives yet (laughs) so season two finale joe's gonna get to fight god on top of the arch right (laughs) right exactly can't go into the arch no on top of on top of no i mean you can't go into the area where the arch is that's the way it's the worst actually i know because joe's gonna fight god we drive past it after every single recording session. I want to have a fight in Bush Stadium. Yeah, I actually, think that would be no, tight. We talk about that every single time we're we drive like, home. Yo. We're like, hey, this would be primo fight territory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for coming and uh, and recording this episode and giving some insight on the what happens behind the scenes uh, with Resting Glitchface. And uh, we will see everybody for season two.